0: Did you guys get overcharged for... Wait, Sal, where's your armor?
1: No, no, it's worse. Elias got eaten by the bag. Elias died. Uh, Yes, you do see that Uh, her name tag is there, but it looks like she is heavily damaged.
0: We need to contact Celia. She's a high-level wizard, right? I have confidence in you guys. At least, I mean, not enough that you guys can get armor and weapons on your own, but I have confidence that she'll be able to at least talk to Celia and not die. Oh
1: hello there. What troubles you? Can you help me figure out what's happened to this bag? Alaeus is trapped inside of it. I just think that the entire game, it just feels like it's out to get us.
0: Wilson, where have you been? Well, I'm with Draken right now, so I've got to get back to what I'm doing.
1: I fear that Alaeus' demise is almost certain, but I've located her remnants. They seem to currently reside on the Shadow Plane. Welcome back to season three, episode twenty-five. I am Quentin, your GM, here with the lovely yet neglected producer, editor, GM, and generally my player, Snow.
0: Hi, guys, it's me, Snow Emily. You know the actual name, but I'm also known as Snow. I play Snow in the podcast, who is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia. Nachia. Oh, there you are, good boy. Stop licking yourself. On oh, air. Oh God, stop it! He is a king of sorts, I guess. Ugh. Oh. Well, yeah. uh, most
1: recently, uh, unfortunately, Snow, you've had to take a, a back seat uh, and play a bit more of a passive role. Uh, so for this episode, we're actually going to be, in its entirety, catching up to see what you've been doing this entire time.
0: <laughs> Are you sure people want to know what I've been doing?
1: Well, whether or not, here we come. So, when last we left off, you actually had been moving your way back to Casa Benedine uh, to fill in some of the other individuals who you're working with and continue on the murder investigation, while some of your other compatriots were just merely going shopping. Since then, you have been given the uh, harrowing news that Elias has been eaten by hand accessory, uh, a-, a-, a bag of sorts, and uh, a number of your party members have left you. And... Gone to to seek the advice of Celia to identify this magic item and to see what could be done. After they had decided that the best course of action would be to go to the realm of the shadow plane in order to retrieve her, you've kind of been left alone.
0: I'm assuming right now that I am with Draken. Have I already caught up with him? So Where am yeah,
1: I? the the entire time that you've been gone. So while they were investigating the artifact, you would have been had plenty of time to get back to Casa Benedine to brief a number of. Imperative individuals, uh, including your handler, Luca, as well as Dantera himself, via either directly or through a messenger, and you would have been conspiring with Draken in order to figure out what the next best course of action would be. You'd have probably been intergaged in a conversation with him, learning because he seems to have some very knowledgeable information on the subject of Air so as you can see here, we have been uh, triangulating the different locations based off of the murders and also due to the riddles, there have been a number of uh, suspicious events that have been underseen by nearby clock towers, which we're currently looking into. Uh, undoubtedly, as you've already looked into the one in the most Ugh. inner cities, Snow, are, are you okay?
0: Give me one second.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, please take your time. It's not like people's lives are on the line.
0: She She's like angrily messaging and it's very visible in her face that she's irritated. And then finally, after she sends that final message to Wilson and Daniel and basically telling the group, you need to figure out what's best at this point, she just slams, like, if she had something to slam, she slams her hand on the table and, like, closes down the app. Ugh, men.
1: Having an issue with your boyfriend there?
0: I don't have a boyfriend.
1: Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah you, I mean, you say whatever you want to say. Um, like I was saying, though, on the matter of life and death,
0: yeah, what? I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, we've been triangulating the locations of the dead bodies in correspondence to nearby clock towers, and as you have already investigated the one in the innermost parts of the city, we're forced to look elsewhere. And it just so happens that one of Vasquez's workshops and storage rooms is close to a clock tower outside of the main fold of the city.
0: Okay, so you've already gone to take a look at this, right? What? No. Okay. She's very obviously distracted, by the way. Like, she's actually currently messaging Clyde.
1: Snow, snap out of it, please. Pay, pay attention here. Do you need to be excused from the case? Because, like, I've got S on on the job. He recently finished looking at Vasquez's shop, where, where he actually sells most of his creations, or at least did before it was condemned. But it seems like your mind's elsewhere.
0: <sighs> Draken, I'm sorry. I, right now, I'm just trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing with my group right now. They're all trying to figure out what to do about, you know, Elias being swallowed whole by a bag. (laughs) I know. I'm aware.
1: (sighs) Are are you sure it wasn't Sal?
0: No, it was Elias. Uh,
1: So Sal's still alive.
0: Apparently she stuck her hand in a bag. It bit her. She pulled it out and then she went back in to get other things.
1: You see Draken, like, his hands on the side of his forehead and he's, like, looking off to the left and then he, like, makes a couple of finger gestures like he's poking something at the air. Yours. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, we're good.
0: Did you place a bet and then just make money off of it? No. Did you place a bet a while ago and make money off of it?
1: Absolutely. Draken. What? what? I'm I, just saying, I, Sal is a mystical creature, I swear. You, you think Daniel's the cleric. That that man must have some form of divine intervention that has prevented him from dying up until this point.
0: I agree. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do next, since most of my guildmates are now going after Aelaus. I'm kind of down several people for investigating anything.
1: (sighs) Correct me if I'm wrong here, were they really assisting you? Like, I get Daniel, because he was literally able to speak with dead people. Um, But like, outside of that, were were they providing anything? Like, deductive reasoning, inferences?
0: They were sounding boards.
1: Oh, okay. So, I mean, you know what else is a sounding board? Uh, A duck. And he just holds up a little rubber ducky. (laughs) Listen, here, you take this duck. And I don't we're gonna want kid-
0: your duck, and she slapped out of his hand.
1: Roll a perception check.
0: <laughs> She's me his feelings got hurt. Oh, that was a four on my roll. And then, roll, a, sen-
1: and then but- a sense motive, please.
0: Um, wait, 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 hold on. Perception total was an 18, and then sense motive, 23 on sense motive.
1: With your perception, you just see as the rubber ducky squeaks as it impacts with the ground and bounces and rolls a little bit. And you're not able to really glean too much more. Draken seems as if he's stonewalling you with uh, withholding any emotion, but with your sense motive you can tell he was genuinely attempting to help you.
0: She pauses for a moment. She goes over and picks the duck up, brushes it off, I'm sorry, you are a very cute duck, and she talks to it.
1: See, you've already learned. Trust me, rubber ducks, the the, the duck methodology of solving problems, it will help you go a long way. Now, with all of that aside, you say you have no individuals to assist you in the investigation, but. As far as I'm concerned, the two people who have helped you the most thus far are still very... She
0: interrupts him before he goes any further, and she basically just says, I'm asking Clyde to come up here. I understand that I do have Selena, and I have you and S, but I would feel more confident and comfortable if I have somebody else I have been around for a very long time that I can rely on.
1: I don't know exactly what you think Clyde is going to do. Emotional his- support. That's what the duck's for, trust me. Don't you have a wolf or something? Like, what What about Nachia? I keep hearing about him, but he doesn't seem to be doing too much.
0: He is a king who offers no emotional support. Look at him. He's over there chewing on a bone. I don't know if that's somebody A human bone or not. I'm concerned.
1: And he just, like, turns away so you can't see it anymore and then just lays back down and continues gnawing on it.
0: There's just a flat look of concern on Snow's face as she stares. Like, she continues to stare. I'm very concerned about that wolf.
1: Maybe you should take more genuine concern. You see, you only get out of people as much as you put into them. Same goes for animals. If you're saying he's not much of an emotional support creature, maybe it's because you haven't tried to have him emotionally support you. How much time have you even spent with him, realistically?
0: Draken, I have been on the constant move in this game. Do you think I've had any downtime? Who's doing all the work here?
1: Me, mostly. In, uh, the,
0: in my guild?
1: Oh, uh, I have no idea how you guys are still afloat. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't hit bankruptcy yet.
0: <laughs> I think I am bankrupt. <laughs> so,
1: it would probably be best if we don't get sidetracked and focused on the investigation on hand. Don't you agree?
0: Listen, listen, it's it's pretty dang obvious what's going on here.
1: Well, I'm glad you think so. Do you have any evidence to back that up?
0: You're jealous. No, I'm kidding. That That's actually I, not where I was going. Um, she...
1: It looks like he scowls a little bit at you.
0: What? Can't take a joke. There's a very long pause. There's a
1: very long and awkward pause. (laughs) And eventually you just see Snowball as she, like, ruffles her feather and, like, pecks at it a little bit, scratching herself.
0: Yep. Nope. I'm sorry. Uh, That was a bad joke. I forgot you're not attracted to women.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He just blinks slowly. So, as I was saying, if you are about to go bankrupt and one of your guild members just died, maybe focusing on the task at hand would probably be appropriate.
0: Yes, I'm aware. That doesn't change the fact that I would like to have my support, my emotional support, Clyde around.
1: When was the last time you emotionally supported anyone besides. Wait, ever? Wait, yeah, no, I'm confused. He last makes time bread. I. Ch- last time I. T- like bread. Okay? I can buy you bread.
0: Oh, you're gonna buy me bread?
1: If that's what it takes to solve this murder, absolutely.
0: Okay, you know what? Here's my entire theory. I've been telling you guys this since the beginning. We got killer robots on the mannequins, I guess. Killer mannequins on the loose. And it's all because of a certain Vasquez creating them. And they're upset because I guarantee you Vasquez died in a way that he wasn't supposed to die. He was murdered. It wasn't an accident. It was disguised as an accident.
1: Now, do you have any evidence to back any of that up?
0: Uh, the riddles.
1: So, your only evidence is hearsay and conjecture from dead people.
0: <laughs> you think the dead would be reliable, but I guess not. Okay. I'm
1: just saying, what the dead have spoken to you can only be ratified and verified by very specific sources. And it isn't tangible reoccurring evidence that you can bring up specifically in a court-based system.
0: Elias brought up that there was a very freaky-looking mannequin donated by Dr. Vasquez himself to the college, to the art department specifically, that was up in an attic, and apparently it moved on its own. And it had red, glowing eyes. I am aware how that sounds. Why don't we just take it into custody? So let
1: me get this straight. You want us to go around town rounding up all of the mannequins... Because you think they're serial murderers?
0: No, that mannequin specifically.
1: Who's to say that that's the only one then? Why isn't it all mannequins?
0: Because that was the only one that was seen to have moved. And also, there was a person there that was highly suspicious. His motivations are unclear.
1: Why don't we focus...
0: Okay, you want to go do an exploration of the warehouse? We can go do some surveillance. I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, stop... I would appreciate it if you would take what I'm saying to heart for once instead of insulting me the entire time. And she looks really, really pissed right now.
1: I think you're conflating interpersonal relationships with your guild, with your work right now. I'm perfectly fine with your theory, that is. More so the fact that you've drawn the conclusion and the connection between the serial murders and the Vasquez family. So, what I'm saying is, with that thread, let's follow it. We know definitively where Vasquez's warehouse was. No one's seen Mateo recently, from what my sources say. But then again, no one's accessed any of Vasquez's estates. Let's see if we can locate the boy first.
0: So, Mateo hasn't accepted any of the, essentially, the will? He hasn't received it?
1: That was the last time he was seen, when everything was signed over to Mateo. Vasquez's only living heir.
0: How long ago was that? She seems to be trying to refocus.
1: It's been about a month since the will has been ratified and all assets have been signed over to Mateo.
0: So he accepted the estates, but nobody's seen him since then. That is very strange.
1: To be fair, from what my sources have told me, he was a bit of a recluse. He mostly stayed with Vasquez, working on his various inventions. He could only really be found in the Vasquez shop selling the wares, and what little education he did have. Though, from what I'm told i say he received little education but that's meaning the publicly funded kind vasquez himself taught the boy and from what i've heard he is actually quite intelligent
0: well the only other thing i could think if anything it could be even not just vasquez if he's as intelligent as you're saying if he is maybe on equal par to vasquez himself mateo could have been the one to make the mannequins and maybe he died what was his association with Anything in this floor, in this town. Mateo? Yes. All that's
1: particularly known about the individual is that he was the son of Vasquez, raised by him since he was a young boy, brought up under his instruction, almost entirely worked within the family business his whole life.
0: And we're sure that he is actually Vasquez's child, not somebody who was adopted.
1: Uh, I found no paperwork to indicate otherwise.
0: Do we know definitively how Vasquez died? I know we were saying that there was... uh... Something happened in, I guess, the mines?
1: Yeah. Uh, From what has been dug up, it appeared as if the mine was shorthanded and it called in an emergency staff to go work in the mines one evening, at which point Vasquez was called in for overtime. It was unfortunately during that evening that there was a mining collapse and Vasquez was caught in such an event. Not particularly uncommon, but still rather sorrowing. Unfortunately, from what I understand, Vasquez's body was found, but cause of death was blunt force trauma to the head caused by the collapse of the mines and the rocks on him.
0: Were any of the other men there, the corpses that we found so far, any of them involved at all?
1: From my understanding, uh, none of the individuals who were victims had any correlation to that mining incident. In fact, the manager on duty is actually still quite alive. The person who was overseeing the mining excursion at the time of the event.
0: Okay. Uh, This is getting really hard to figure out. I'm just trying to piece things together, Draken, and I honestly... I'm not cut out for this. I'm trying, okay? But...
1: If you want to take your leave of the investigation, you're more than welcome to. You... Honestly, the fact that you had a cleric that could cast Speak With Dead has done more than I was anticipating. And the fact that we even have a lead to go on so strong as the relation to Mateo Vasquez, me and S can look into it from here if you
2: would rather.
0: No, I made an agreement with you that I would help you figure out this thing. Besides, I still need you to tell me about where Blaine is. (laughs) Oh, don't scoff at me.
1: No, nothing. It's it's fine.
0: Please tell me he's not dead, at least.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing, Nothing so sinister. Wish he was, but that's besides the point.
0: So do I.
1: It's all right. Me and you in the same boat then.
0: Wow, something we actually agree on.
1: How about we just start by doing some reconnaissance around Vasquez's warehouse outside of town? S has already looked into his store inside the inner walls, but I have a feeling that everything's really leading us outside of town. You think? Well, nothing was found out about too much about the clock tower inside the city walls and honestly. The goings-on inside the city are significantly more well-tracked than those outside of the city walls.
0: So are you talking about in the slums?
1: I mean,
2: where else? It's the outskirts.
0: Okay, listen. There's the outskirts, and then there's the outside world. You know where Den is? Sexy oh, well, forest guy? What? Yeah. You haven't met him, but if you did, she just gestures, like, frame-wise, like, mm It's like the Bermuda Triangle. You could get lost in there.
1: Okay, all of your wild fantasies of woodland spirits aside, um, yes, I'm referring to the outskirts of the city of Erveldum, the lower districts. Here in the upper districts, things are slightly more more intensively well-monitored. Goings on and proceedings like this would have been undoubtedly found by now, which is what makes the third abduction so peculiar. Which is honestly why my going theory is that the third body is entirely unrelated to the other two.
0: It definitely seems strange compared to the other ones. Although apparently the second one was the strangest for our dear, uh, what was that doctor's name? The crazy guy over at the morgue. I can't remember his name. I have it written down. Hold on. Hi, can I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know who I'm talking about though, right? <clears throat> Jesus.
1: Sorry, I have allergies.
0: Yeah, I know. You're allergic to me.
1: Probably. I don't, no, I'm allergic to stupidity. And unfortunately, it's rampant.
0: You know, you really should be nicer to me, Draken.
1: Maybe once we actually get something done, I can be. Ugh.
0: I've gotten plenty done.
1: <gasps> the only allergy medicine for me is results. <sighs> okay, so...
0: Sir Weberly! Not even Dr. Weberly. His name is Sir Weberly.
1: It's Sir Dr. Weberley.
0: Sir Dr. Weberley?
1: Yeah, I don't know why you're laughing at that. This one's name. How rude.
0: Would it be Dr. Sir Webley? No. Are you sure it's not Dr. Absolutely. Sir Absolutely. No, like... No, it, it okay, is. Okay, fine.
1: No, I actually believe his problem was mostly with the third body, the one that was most recently found.
0: He said the second body was the weirdest.
1: He thought the second body was interesting because the taser marks were on the opposite side of the neck. But the third body was completely vacant of any taser marks also because it was publicly displayed. That doesn't fit the original MO.
0: But, no, but also, the second body, the wounds were pre-mortem that's why he was saying that one was weird. I mean, personally, I think Killer was just trying to figure out what the heck he wanted to do, and he wasn't satisfied with the post, and he tried the pre, and maybe that was too much, and that's why he went back to post, if the third body is still related at all. But it could definitely be uh, a sidetracking thing, maybe a copycat.
1: So, it's hard to tell whether or not the unsub is evolving because they could still very well be attempting to find what their niche is, find their pattern, find what works for them. They try post-mortem, they try pre-mortem, they try being discreet, then they try being very public. It seems as if the individual doesn't have a firmly instantiated rhythm yet, but is still attempting to find out something. They're grasping at straws, panicking to learn. The question more so is what?
0: Yeah, well, if you want, we can go take a look at that warehouse, get some scouting done.
1: All right, well, you you want to go just the two of us? I can also call S in on this, just in case anything goes awry.
0: I would definitely have S. I'm going to... I don't want Selena's brother to get mad at me. I'm supposed to be watching her, but I'd rather not come along.
1: It's perfectly fine. I don't think it should cause any issues with just the three of us. We just have to be smart.
0: I hope Clyde is gonna have fun trying to find his way here. Well, (laughs) let's get this party started then.
1: Why is he trying to find his way here?
0: Because I told him to show up on this floor. A while ago, you know, when I was angrily messaging.
1: (laughs) So he's... Doesn't that mean that he would be at the entrance of the World Tree?
0: Maybe by now.
1: Doesn't that mean he's out in the middle of the wilderness?
0: You're right. Listen, I'm aware of how that sounds. If he's there by now. Hold on, she messages Clyde. Clyde, are you at the World Tree? Hey! Yeah, it's really cold. It's kind of snowing out here. (gasps) Oh... Okay, you know, you know who might be able to help him the best?
1: Who are you referring to? Selena. So, wait, 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 let me get this straight.
0: Don't, Draken, don't give me that.
1: You have a lost individual and party member. Do
0: you want me to go after him? Do you and know my sense of direction? And your
1: solution.
0: Draken, 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 I really... Just tell him to go home. You know, Draken, I could. You should. But I don't know if I could tolerate being around you for long periods of time. Oh, goodness,
1: but it's a it's short... Excursion. It shouldn't take more than a night or two. It's just a stakeout, gathering information, doing a little bit of reconnaissance. Okay. Once we get some evidence, we can literally hand it over to the abjurers and they'll storm the place.
0: All right, we can do that. That's fine.
1: (sighs) But let me get this straight. You have a lost guild member and your solution... He's not
0: lost. He knows exactly where he is. In the forest. He's an
1: individual freezing in a tundra and forest surrounded by wild beasts and creatures in an unknown landscape attempting to reach some obscure destination who was promised your guidance is not going to receive it and your solution was to send the one person who you were charged with of keeping safe and in control of.
0: Draken, you're really making my life difficult right now. You must enjoy making my life difficult.
1: It's not just yours.
0: Why, why do you do this to me? Why do you cause me so much angst?
1: What I cause is an attempt to correct the inefficiency. Okay. Either get him here somehow or tell him to go home. I'm on the go home bit so that we can continue the investigation.
0: Of course you are. You want to spend time with me. That's clear. I understand. But drink I want it.
1: to solve this case before there are more dead bodies. Okay.
0: You know what? Sometimes people have to use humor in order to make themselves feel better about the situation. Okay?
1: That's what Charles is for. And he points to the rubber duck.
0: You can have Charles back. No. I don't want Charles. I,
1: I can't take it. I
0: don't want the
1: duck. He's yours now.
0: I already have this. And she pulls out the little paper crane. <laughs> I have still- Carl.
1: Uh, that That's you, uh, That's a phenomenal name. Um, well, listen. I
0: could call him Earl, too, like Earl Grey.
1: You're naming him after a tea?
0: I hate T, so yes, it's perfect.
1: You hate the crane?
0: I feel like it's you know staring into my beard. Yes, crane. I'm aware. I am aware, but it's made me feel not lonely.
1: Okay, well, that's what Charles is for, too.
0: I don't want Charles out. You know what? They're going to sit over here together, and she just puts Charles and Carl on a little edge, Like, they're going to stay here forever, for the rest of their lives now. Goodbye, Carl and Charles.
1: But then you have neither of them.
0: Why would I need either?
1: I thought you said you felt lonely.
0: I am lonely, Draken. I am very lonely.
1: I don't know. That's not my job to solve that issue. It's my job to stop people from being murdered. So I'm going to go to the warehouse this evening.
0: I said I was coming with you, Draken. Great, so pick up
1: your two birds...
0: Why do I need the birds to come with you? Draken, are, are your feelings hurt because I'm leaving the duck behind? Oh,
1: no. Don't worry. You can't get rid of him.
0: No. You gave me a cursed artifact.
1: What? When did He's I say cursed? that? He's cursed? He's not cursed.
0: Then how come I can't get rid of him? Well, you,
1: Cuts. It'd be mean.
0: She starts to walk away.
1: Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Oh, this is so rude. Look, look. Well, now... Now... Carl's gonna feel left out when Charles leaves.
0: I'm gonna see you over at the warehouse.
1: Ugh. <sighs> He just also, he, he walks out the door before you.
0: She pulls the compass out and she's just following it. I have no idea where I'm going. So, I mean, this is, this is the best way to do it. doodle I get a message. Yes. I, I open the message.
1: Because I figured you would get lost. And it's just a map. It's it's like a screenshot uh, of a map with a pin in the location that says warehouse.
0: She just pauses and is thinking, the heck am I supposed to do with this? It's a map. Okay. What about it? doodle she reads the message.
1: Because I'm sure you're confused, it's a waypoint. If you press it, it'll show up on your HUD which direction to go. By the way, you've been able to set these since level one.
0: You think I still know how to go and use directions? Ha! Joke's on you. She tries to set the waypoint. How do you do it? She she touches the map.
1: As you press the map, it expands. That you see in bold text, a little pop-up shows up. And it says, would you like to apply this waypoint? There's a yes and a no option. Or a check mark and an X.
0: She looks at it for a very long time, considering her options and whether or not... There are two (laughs) options! What are you considering? If she wants to be helped by Draken or not at this point, because he's really being annoying. He's helping you! This is the most productive you've ever been! Wow. Just for that... X, now I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just cause I want to spite you, GM, and you're attempting to
0: assist me? No! <sighs> she hits the checkmark.
1: And it appears as if there is a faint purple trail leading off in a direction. And it seems whenever you turn, there's almost like a mist of a line which seems to be taking you somewhere.
0: Oh, gosh. It's like that, uh, it's like that really dumb app that leads you places. I hate these. They always interrupt you when you're driving down the road and you're listening to some great music. And then they're like, left turn here. And then you have to start the song all over. And she just starts ranting about this. Oh. What's up, Nacia? Oh And he
1: just holds, like, he, he tries to give you his bone because you seem distressed.
0: Oh, so now you give me your pity, your highness. Oh. I and, will accept it.
1: And he rests his head. He just, like, lays down and rests his head on your foot.
0: Ugh. <sighs> Stop being cute. It's not fair.
1: Oh, and he just looks up at you.
0: I miss my princess. Okay. She pets him. But really Nichia, you you need to stop being so friendly to everybody you meet. You're supposed to be my animal companion. Fine. Oh. That's what I thought. Snow sends a message to Clyde. I'm currently being kidnapped by Dragon. Wait, what? You're being
1: kidnapped? Snow Snow, no, no, no. Wait, we I'll, I'll come. I'm, uh, I'll,
0: I'll navigate myself through this forest. I'll come and find you. Don't worry, Snow. I'll rescue you. She was going to send a, a second part to that. And then she just saw what happened. And, you know, and she's just like.
1: It's kind of high.
0: No, it's no. more like, I want to see what happens now. But I'm okay. She sends back. Were you
1: coerced into saying that? I heard that there's a spell called Geos and he can make you send a message. <laughs>
0: I'm actually okay. I was saying Draken is holding me hostage currently and I have to go on this part of a mission with him before I can come and get you. Please either go back to the previous floor and wait, or you can try to make your way here. I don't know how to send a waypoint, but apparently I'm able to, we might be able to do that. Uh, Maybe I can get Draken to do it. I don't know. And she sends that. Don't worry, Snow. I read you loud and clear. I'm on my way. (laughs) I'm sorry. I really... It's not disingenuous because those are the words she definitely would use because she's just like, yeah, no, this is a hostage situation. (laughs) My emotions are being hostagely held, etc. Can't wait until he tells Wilson about that, by the way.
1: It's going to be great. All right, so do you just... uh, I send a
0: message uh, to Selena. Selena, Clyde is trying to make his way over here. Can you send him a waypoint? What? What do you mean? Um, I don't think I know how to do that, Snow. Ah, uh, no, Selina. Ah, uh, no. Ah, uh, no, you need to... Ah, yeah, okay. uh, N- no. Ah, uh, no. Um, wait, so do you see Clyde's trying to make his way here? Yeah, he's at the World Tree. Should, uh, uh, maybe I'll go get him, right? Sure, you can go get him. Okay, okay I'll... Just message him first. That's, that's a good idea. Good call, Snow. Okay. I'll take care of it. Okay. I'll make sure that that pudgy lump doesn't get smited by the wrath of God for his, his insulin because he's fat. Snow just pauses, and she realizes what she's done. I've set them up. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I've done it. Victory uh, shall be mine. Goodness. Yeah, you whip him into shape, Selena. She, she just sends back. All right, Draken. I've, I've solved all of my problems, Draken. He left already, didn't he?
1: And you see as you walk out in the hallway that there is no one there.
0: All right. Follow the purple line. She holds the compass, just... Hesitantly, As you begin
1: walking, you are following these directions in. It takes you down a myriad of various pathways and partway through, uh, roll a perception check for me.
0: 32.
1: Partway through, as you're making all these various twists and turns, and it seems as if you're about to exit the city, and you've made yourself a considerable away from Casa Benedine. you hear uh, a... Sounds like the squeaking of something.
0: She just stops in her tracks and does a slow turn and looks...
1: There's just a small rubber duck sitting on the ground, staring at you. The streets are vacant, and it's getting late. The sun is setting, and there seems to be no one out at this time. It's just you, locked in a gaze, with a rubber duck.
0: She gulps nervously, and she slowly lifts her arm and prepares to send a message. Draken, your duck is trying to kill me. Your duck is the murderer, isn't it? Snow! It's following me. It quacked.
1: I, I'm pretty sure I thought you were like a real conservative person, and that I didn't in- expect you to be doing drugs. Uh, did you eat any mushrooms out in the forest? Did Selena try and give you any medicinal herbs?
0: No, Draken, your duck.
1: It's it's not a murderer. It's no. It it has returning cast on it.
0: I don't want the
1: duck. Well, the the duck's with you now.
0: I don't want it.
1: What? Well, listen, Charles and Carl have already gotten along. You're 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 stuck with Cece now. I abbreviated it. Charles and Carl.
0: Interesting. Are they together? Have they melded into one? Are you watching me through the duck now?
1: No, the, the duck's just something that you vent to, to try and explain and further out your thought processes. It's a sounding board. About as useful as your other compatriots.
0: Snow slowly walks over and picks the duck back up. What does the duck look like, by the way? Does it, Is it, like, it's ink? Just, or? It,
1: it's just a very standard yellow rubber ducky. It, it fits in the size of your palm. It is a tiny object. It is a yellow rubber ducky with a red-ish bill, a kind of orange more so, and it has uh, blue eyes.
0: <sighs> she sighs heavily, and it, like, lasts for a solid three seconds. And then she puts Charles in her inventory.
1: You hear, as it's put in your inventory, as it seems to squeak again, but it seems to be somewhat happier now.
0: Okay, so she continues to follow the purple line, but holds the compass in front of her, making sure that it's still pointing north.
1: Oh, it stops pointing north.
0: Where's it pointing?
1: It, it seems as if you are making it, You are going somewhat north, but you're actually going more so n- northwest at this point.
0: Okay, so it's pointing northwest. Where's the compass pointing?
1: It is in between the northward and the western Okay, so the compass is
0: pointing northwest.
1: Effectively, yes.
0: She turns to make sure the compass is oriented to north and she's just walking. <laughs> it makes her feel better.
1: Okay. So you're kind of like doing this awkward sidestep, like kind of glancing over to make sure that you're still following the mist trail, but that you are still always facing north. And N- she is kind of watching you and his like head's tilted. Oh.
0: Don't worry, Nichia. North is always the right way.
1: Roll handle animal.
0: 27.
1: As you say this, Nachia also attempts to face north, but still walk in the same direction that you are. And dogs can't sidestep very well. So this is, like, really awkward. Like, he moves his front paws, and then he moves his back paws, and he has to kind of, like, shimmy his way awkwardly over <laughs> as he's attempting to follow you.
0: That's amazing. People are going to look at us and be like, what the heck are they doing? <laughs>
1: You do hear the whispers of onlookers, even though there are seldom of them. And eventually you make your way to the western gate.
0: Facing north. Facing north. All right.
1: Papers.
0: Uh, do I have, do I, she starts looking all over herself. Do I have papers? Duh, duh. Um, she just looks and turns to the guard. Why, hello. It's nice to... Papers,
2: please, ma'am.
0: Ah. Jim, did I receive Papers.
2: Does your character remember
0: receiving papers? Uh, I know I was never given papers.
1: Speaking as a GM to his player, I did give you an I form of identification.
0: Oh, was it the book? Stefan.
1: Uh, Stefan handed you effectively papers. Remember, all of you received identification and it had your picture and your real name on it. And that's what threw you all for a loop. How tall is the wall? The wall's like 80 feet tall. It's a tall wall.
0: She just pauses. I see. Yes. Uh, Give me one moment. I seem to have left my papers at home. I'm so sorry about that. My mistake. And she starts to walk back. Try. Sure. And then she walks off to the side and stealths. Yeah. And tries to get Nachia to stealth as well.
1: Roll his stealth for me as well, please.
0: Okay. Well, I'm rolling mine first. That is a 24 on stealth and a 20 on stealth for Nachia. Okay. All right. Uh, She... Duck's behind a corner, but is going to somewhere where the uh, wall is still visible. And she basically goes up to it and looks, checks around to see if anybody is watching, at least from what she can see.
1: As you step to the side uh, in the bustling city, you manage to find yourself a back alley, which you can walk down and you can see the towering height of the wall above you. And it seems as if the setting sun just barely glances over it.
0: Okay. All right. Nichia you ready? All
1: right. And he just tilts his head.
0: We're going to get up there, bud. Yep. All right. So she's going to um, use 160 feet of light step for both Natchia and her sure. to get to the top. Yep. So she light steps. I've been meaning to make you
1: roll something for landing afterwards. Do you think it's fair to make you roll acrobatics?
0: Um, If I'm landing on a, a narrow surface, sure. There's plenty of footing on the wall. So I guess you
1: wouldn't need to roll. Uh, but I will need you to roll stealth again once you're up there. Uh, Yes, as you land on top of the wall, you are able to firmly find your footing as there seems to be ample space. But please do roll a stealth check for both you and Chia.
0: Mine was a 12, and Chia's is a 24.
1: You've successfully found your footing, but you do manage to, unfortunately, stumble a little. It seems as if you landed on somewhat of a loose stone. And as you manage your way up there, it appears as if you've caught the attention of a guard.
2: Wait a minute. What are you doing up here?
0: And she runs and jumps <laughs> off the other side. This is in a place for... What the... Man, wait! No! She jumps and she's going like, to light step like, the last 30 feet.
1: Roll a perception check for me. 18. As you do this, though the wind is whistling in your ears as you are falling a uh, pretty sizable and great distance, you vaguely overhear him scream,
2: Not another one! <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh, no. And then. Weird. You also overhear him yell, SNIPERS!
0: Oh, shoot! <laughs> oh, okay. no, 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 no.
1: So you are now successfully in the slums, and you light-step to the top of a nearby building. What is your AC?
0: It is a 25.
1: As you land, uh, please roll an acrobatics for me as you are landing on an uneven surface. You're currently landing on the rooftops of people's houses.
0: 22 on acrobatics.
1: Very gracefully, you manage to land, and in fact, in doing so, you slide a little bit, but it actually happens to be used as your advantage as you hear almost gunshots ring out in the air and they make impact nearby. And off in the distance, you can hear the ringing of a bell.
0: Ding, 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 oh, shoot. Ding, ding. No, 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 no. She just starts to run. And... And jumps off the roof.
1: You, uh, turning behind you, you momentarily see the guard on top of the wall pointing in your direction. And the person manning the passport booth sticking his head out, leaning over as he sees you. And he says, That's the woman!
0: She runs!
1: And you're booking it.
0: She's running so fast until, um... And as she's running, she's going to look for, like, an alleyway she can duck into and hide.
1: As you're running, you are managing to find your way through these streets, but they twist and turn, and it's not exactly uniform. There are many alleyways which you have successfully been able to duck your way through, but as you're doing so, you hear the wind-up of a and it sounds as if there are police sirens running down the streets as if a small force has been sent out to find you
0: okay uh, 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 okay all right okay that was a bad idea <laughs> I'm aware. She, I know. It was a bad idea. Terrible. I'll never do it again. I promise. Uh, uh, disguise self. She takes a potion out, uh, one of her disguise self potions, sure. and she's gonna at least try to change her outfit and her hairstyle with it. Okay. Uh, so she's basically chugging this as she runs.
1: Okay, sure. What do you what do you appear as now?
0: Uh, she she can't change. Actually, hold on. Does this self-affect... I think it might affect my full appearance, so I actually might be able to change my you shape. You are
1: able to change your facial structure to a minor degree, generally, and as well as you are able to reduce or increase your height mildly.
0: Okay. Um, she will change her face, and it also affects clothing, so she'll change like her clothing to look more like a slum, like somebody who lives in the slums, and also just change her face shape slightly. Mm-hmm. And her hair color, she'll make it like blonde.
1: Okay. So you give yourself these this ragged blonde hair, seeming unmessy, unkempt. It's a little bit shorter cropped than your generally longer hair. As well, you seem to be wearing uh, more ragged clothes. Uh, some dusty brown uh, slacks with a white shirt, and you seem to have a brown ragged shawl overhead. Meanwhile, you have changed your appearance. Nachia, your large wolf, is still following you.
0: She stops and she turns around and shoves a disguised self-potion in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that'll affect... Wait, hold on. Let me double check something because she would know if that affects creatures.
2: Would you? I don't think she would. Uh,
1: I don't think that... I don't think she would.
0: It's a It's a potion. So he can turn into... <laughs> Quentin, it doesn't specify that an animal can't do it. It's whatever consumes it. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm looking up this. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to phone a friend.
0: Please let it happen. That's beautiful. She just like turns around and immediately, like makes the dog guzzle it. I'm so sorry, Nichio. No,
1: no, no, no. Disguise self, range personal, target you. You make yourself.
0: Uh. But it's a potion, so if a dog drinks it, for example, I wouldn't actually have to force him to drink it. I would just turn around and just start pouring it and letting him drink it up.
1: Roll handle animal to make sure that he drinks this uh, appropriately.
0: Okay, it takes it tastes really good to him. I'll tell you that much.
1: That, that's good. Really? Obviously, uh, all it, dogs like taking their medicine. He's a little shocked, but he is still obedient, and he does begin to drink this.
0: Now imagine that you're a black cat. Oh. <laughs>
1: And he appears to have turned into a black Labrador. Okay. But he is still rather large for a regular dog.
0: Okay. She stops running and just starts to walk calmly. Okay. All right. This lasts for 10 minutes per level at a level 10 spell cast. Um, so, yeah, I got 100 minutes. What?
1: And you just hear sirens and you actually see as two squad cars pass down on adjacent streets from you. Uh, They're parallel to one another on two different streets, but they pass by the alleyway that you're in and you can spot them as it seems as if there are also a number of individuals running around the city. Find
0: that woman! Snow just starts following after the purple line again, walking casually and calmly.
1: As you're walking by, you see that they may have mobilized a, a good fleet of at least A dozen, if not two dozen, individuals, a mixture of white, gray, and black coats are all searching the outskirts of the city right now.
0: I, as a player, am embarrassed by my character's actions right now, (laughs) but she hates things like doors, stairs, and stuff. This is true and proven. This has been proven time and time again. We literally had a discussion and discussed that you had your papers on you. I mean, you could have just shown the man your papers and walked out. She doesn't like her real name being revealed.
1: They're on high alert because people have been being murdered in the city
0: and then someone conspicuously jumps over the wall. <laughs> well, I've just proven how bad their security is. Okay, let's keep going, Jim
1: so you manage to uh make your way the entire outskirts seems to be uh in a state of panic as you make your way down this one alleyway you find it opens up into somewhat more of a main road there are but a few number of peoples in the streets but it seems that most of them are making their way to their houses now at this point a pair of worn down looking men filthy and dirty rags covering their clothes they seem to have Come back from a long day of work carrying boxes and tools with them, they make their way hurriedly into a house, as well as a few children who were seen in the area kicking a ball around also likewise grab the ball and scatter. Almost everyone has made vacant the streets as there seem to be abjurers and preservers running around the place, but you do see that there does seem to be uh, a somewhat elderly woman pushing a cart around still outside. And your mistrail has ended here.
0: Dragon. She messages him. Where where am I supposed to be right now?
1: Well, um... <laughs>
0: We're not going to talk about it, Draken. I believe
1: context clues would lead me to believe, at the very least, that you are the cause of all this ruckus. Of
0: course not. How? What? what? No. Maybe.
1: <sighs> See, at first I was hoping that it was the murderer getting caught, and then I realized that... If you messaged me, you must have finally arrived in the area. And just so timely is there a search party of individuals looking for an escapee who just bound down an 80-foot wall into the slums.
0: I know. Isn't that impressive?
1: Snow, tell me now. Did you have anything to do with this?
0: On a scale of one to yes, how yes do you want it?
1: I need a straight answer because I'm talking to the authorities.
0: Yes. Yes, it was me. I I I didn't like I didn't like the look of the gatekeeper.
1: <laughs> you just get a dot 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 and then an italicized sigh <laughs> sent to you as a message. Roll a perception check for me.
0: All right, um that is a 28.
1: It would appear as if there are still a large number of the authorities running around and the sirens have still not died down yet, but you vaguely overhear a, a familiar voice and it seems to be in a heated conversation with someone. After peering around the corner, it would appear as if Draken is having a very uh, disputed conversation with one of the members of the authorities as if he is attempting to get everyone to call off the search, reassuring them that everything is fine, yet they do not seem to heed his warning. And they still are vehemently going around about the town.
0: Snow starts to approach very cautiously um, and acting like just a uh, curious villager or townsfolk.
1: As you are about to approach, you actually feel the tugging on the side of your shawl.
0: She turns. Oh, dearie me,
3: trust me, you don't want to get mixed up in whatever that is.
0: Oh, well, excuse me, do not mind me, dear lady. I am simply going over there to help that young fellow.
3: Oh, trust me, I wish he'd help me too, but alas, I feel like we are not meant to trifle in their affairs.
0: Ah, Well, perhaps you can help me. I have been looking for a dear friend of mine. Um, Mateo Vasquez? I don't know if you've heard him, or heard about him. He's been lost for a very long time.
1: Roll a perception check.
0: Okay. That is a 16.
1: It seems as if the woman's initially kind face fades away and she has a much sterner look. What is it that you want with that, dear
3: young boy?
0: Well, I've been looking for him for a very long time. I've been very worried about him. You see, he and I used to be friends when we were growing up. You wouldn't happen to know where he is now, would you? She is looking playfully, like, concerned. So before you
1: stands, this ragged, unkempt woman with a disheveled appearance, wrapped in a number of varying colored blankets and what appears to be a hand-knit hat. Falling beneath her uh, lays a long matted brown hair, which coincides with the rest of her unpolished appearance, and she is currently pushing around a dilapidated cart with creaking wheels. Initially hunched over, however, she is actually standing up quite straight. And as I mentioned, her original kind and endearing demeanor towards you has seemed to have faded away as she is addressing you much more sternly. Known him since a boy, have you? As have
3: I. And I have not seen you around these parts before. What is it that you want with young Mateo?
0: Snow pauses and she decides that lying is not going to help her out anymore. And she simply says, I'm trying to find him. Because there's been a few murders, and I'm afraid that he's linked somehow. I'm trying to find out if there's any way I can help him. He could be in danger.
1: Roll diplomacy for me.
0: Sure. That is an 18. <laughs>
1: Poppycock.
3: That young lad's better off left where he is. The only thing that's put him in danger is this harsh and cruel town.
0: Yes. I'm aware. Dr. Vasquez is not from here. Or at least he wasn't.
3: Vasquez is the best thing to have ever happened to that boy. Imagine how much worse off he would have been if he stayed at the orphanage.
0: So he was adopted.
3: From my understanding, how else would a grown man come home one day with a six-year-old? But Vasquez provided more than just food and shelter for the boy. He provided tutoring and education and a hope for a future. It was the best thing that ever happened to the both of them.
0: Yes, I'm sorry to hear that Vasquez is dead. You see, uh... I was looking for Vasquez for a very long time because he was initially my only hope to help some of my friends, and his research did end up helping us. So I feel like I need to repay him, and if I can help Mateo, then maybe I can fulfill that debt. Road diplomacy. Twenty-five.
3: Oh, the whole situation just breaks my heart. Those two used to be the only thing that brightened up this dreary district. Much like you, some of my fondest memories were are of those two, and I owe them a great debt. Many a night I have been weary and exhausted from a long day of peddling, but young Mateo would always come and greet me. Though I knew he and his father had more than enough to buy whatever the young lad ever desired, he would always come to my cart and purchase
1: one of my trinkets. And she gestures down to her cart where she seems to have uh, a myriad of knick-knacks and various things. It seems as if She's collected blankets, wheels, cogs, pipes, clothes and wires, all misheveled, but she seems to have attempted to rearrange them into various trinkets and knickknacks, which, as she claims, she attempts to peddle around the town.
3: Oh,
0: but don't
3: mind me. I'm just an old hag reminiscing about the good old days.
0: Snow reaches into her bag and she pulls out one of the bread rolls she obtained from when she went back to Yenamut, and she hands it to her.
3: Oh, much appreciated.
0: And she smiles.
3: As it were, if you are genuinely caring about Mateo, may hard to get in contact with the boy. He's been a shut-in since his father died, and who could blame him? That man meant the world to this boy, and understandably so. And all this world did to him was scar him more dearly. He's been trapped in that warehouse over there, as
1: she points a feeble old finger to a building, much larger than all the other ones. It's one of the only ones that is seemingly structurally continuous, where all the other ones are separated and individual. This seems like it could take up almost the entirety of a block.
0: Snow looks back at the old woman. Might I ask your name? My name's Edith. Lady Edith, might I ask you, if he has been shut away for so long, if I go in there and he does not know me, I don't want to frighten the lad. What can I say, then, to let him know that I'm a friend?
3: That is a perplexing question indeed. After what has happened to him, I don't know if he would see anyone as a friend. He used to be so kind, so gentle, but since this event, he hasn't even come out to say hello to me. I used to see him every day, smiling, playing about the yard, but since the loss of his father, I seldom see him leave, and when I do, it's during the late wee hours of the night. He comes and goes, when no one will notice, presumably so as not to be hurt by any of those who may on look upon him.
0: Interesting. To, you've only seen him at night. I'll have to come up with something. Um.
3: Here, take one of these. And
1: she hands you a little trinket necklace.
3: At the very least, wear this or give it to the boy and say it was a gift from Edith. I can't guarantee that that will sway him, but it would bring me some semblance of joy to know, at least, that he still had some care left in his heart after it has been so cruelly broken. Yes. But these things take time. I'm sure, as all things do, he will heal.
0: Thank you. I appreciate all the help you've been able to give me. I just hope that I'm able to help him.
3: As do I. I wish there was more I could do. But, young lady, as it seems, you're not too much better off than I am. If you ever need a place to stay, I do have a tent right around the corner.
0: Thank you. I really do appreciate it. (laughs) You are very kind, and I hope that you are blessed for all that kindness.
3: You likewise. And if his situation does improve, please do tell me that Mateo is all right.
0: Alright, and she makes note of where she points for the tent.
1: She just points behind her, around in the corner, and you do see a shabbily built structure around a back alleyway.
0: And she smiles, and she begins to depart and walks towards Draken.
1: No, 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 listen, I told you I understand what you think you saw. I'm telling you it was a hallucination, reflection of the sunlight we have a cooperating witness from the postmaster saying that he witnessed a woman attempt to come in double back with a giant wolf, which I very clearly saw. Why is that thing even allowed within these facilities? I don't know. I don't, no, no, no. Oi, I, don't, I, don't. Oi,
0: I saw her go over there. She ran out out that way. And she just points in a random direction.
1: <laughs> Roll bluff.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. 16. Ma'am,
3: Man, no, no, Oh oh, goodness,
1: no, not these again False reports do not reward anyone We are looking for her
0: Oh, I thought you were looking for the girl who took all the bread
1: rolls
3: what, what? Bread roll? No, we're There's looking There's a
1: bread roll thief uh,
3: out here Ma'am, please, just, just leave we're, uh, This is official abjure business oh. We're trying
1: to get
2: to the uh, bottom well, I it. have
0: official business with this here, lad uh, Your name is Draken, right?
1: Ma'am, I do not know you. Your
0: lady friend, she's very beautiful, I will say. Your lady... Hold on, I need to pause after that. (laughs) That was actually beautiful. I'm sorry. Your lady friend, she said she'd meet you over near uh, a warehouse, if you understand my meaning.
1: Ma'am, are you trying to say a warehouse?
0: Ah, yeah, that's the word I was saying. But now I have to be worried about who'd be taking the bread. What bread are you worried about? This bread. There's a bread thief in town. Ma'am, just go, go
1: home, lock the doors. And we rest assure you that the abjurers have this under control.
2: I don't have a home. Well, this is the slums. Then go back to the hobble you crawled out of, you old hag.
0: <laughs> old hag.
2: Ma'am, ma'am, please
1: just don't provoke the man any further. I will, get, will meet my associate
2: Dragon. at the
1: warehouse.
0: Dragon, <clears throat> Snow kind of says under her breath. Hey,
3: hey, what, what, what's that with your with your cough and your voice changing? Do you have Do you have the flu?
0: I indeed have a disease that is very <laughs> rare.
1: <laughs> oh, don't worry, then, ma'am. You won't have to worry about a bread thief. We'll, we'll have to take you to the preservers to get you readily inspected. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you say rare disease? She, she just says, Oi, I don't want no doctors touching me. They have no right, no right to touch me.
1: If you come in and bring in the next big sickness that sweeps over and kills half the citizens, that's on you. The and it's sickness not gonna that be I have us. is
0: love. It's rare. It's love. <laughs> you think you can cure that?
2: Wait, so you're telling me Robloff <laughs> for all of this? <laughs> You've done
0: <laughs> twenty eight, and she's using her body to like be really distracting. She's like walking over and getting really close to him. Ma'am,
1: and, like, ma'am, I, I, please beg you, take your hands off me. No, no, listen. Love is not a disease, and it, it's fine. Uh, you don't have to be. Worried. Please, just be on your way. Uh, do you Do you have a name and address?
0: It's Eckelma. What? <laughs> it's my name, Eckelma.
1: All right, Mrs.
3: Ecklemyer. <laughs> it was
0: love, doll? deep, deep love. I have never been so in love. That's fine. Just please,
1: Ecklemyer, wh- where are you currently residing?
0: In your heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ma'am, I beg you take this seriously. We need to do a proper follow-up inspection. We will even inquire, as in the bread thief that you are referring to. But just to make sure that you have no illness about you. She
0: does a really quick turn, looks at Draken. Draken!
1: Do you say that? Yeah. Miss Echelmeyer? <laughs> I already told you I will meet my associate. I'll be on my way now. And he You're- begins to be <laughs> on
0: way. Oh, you see? <laughs> I love this. This is beautiful. Whoops.
1: All right, Miss Echolmeier. Honestly, it would probably be best if you just come with us. And he, it looks like he reaches for something on his side coat. And he presses down a button. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need a paddy. I'm, I'm going to need a wagon to be brought around here. We, we might need to take one to the preservers over in the main district. Draken,
0: I think I made things worse.
1: Wait, what? No. No, you did Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. Almost instantaneously, a cloud of fog magically appears in the area. And it seems as if it is filled with black smoke in the entire alleyway. And you are being tugged in the opposite direction leading out to the roadway, which you just previously came from.
0: All right.
2: Oh, 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 oh this? Draken, uh, was that you? Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna need up over here
0: on South Wembley Street. She takes out another potion.
1: Snow, you can't just, 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 just come, come, don't even bother. Just walk with me. Just walk. Okay, act like just okay. fine. It's um, fine. just r- turning the corner and you round the bend and you start walking in the direction towards the warehouse as Draken is leading you there.
0: Well, that was fun. <sighs>
1: Okay, we at this point, honestly, I don't care if he's a murderer. It might just be best to sneak into that building before he's the rest there. of the-
0: He's in there. Perfect.
1: Then we'll just have to apprehend him ourselves.
0: I think we should talk to him first.
1: That's fine. We can have a nice sit down. We can have a cup of tea. I'm just concerned about the 14 of who are currently looking for you and how I just had to gas an officer because you were stricken with the rare illness of love.
0: You know, Draken. I was trying to direct him away from you initially, and then I just, I'm sorry, I started having fun. Okay? I will not you lie. You
1: take these matters too lightly.
0: I do. I'm aware. I'm sorry.
1: That is them. They're they are on their way. We're just.
0: Maybe if we seem like we're enemies of the state, Mateo wouldn't like us better.
1: Yes, and also bringing up to the house of a supposed serial killer also makes him think we're on his side. Absolutely. Aww.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. Here, do you want to drink a potion? No, we can no, disappear. I
1: don't. I don't. Well, that's not, that's, it's not an invisibility potion, Snow. That's a disguised self potion. I that's why your ex- dog is just a
2: really large lab.
0: Yeah. <sighs> that's right, Nichia. You tell him, you king.
1: Okay, listen. What we're going to do is we're going to try and break into one of these abandoned houses nearby, stake out to the police lead, and then we're going to try and sneak in and get some better reconnaissance done on the warehouse, okay?
0: Okay. All right. All right. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Draken pulls you down a side alley to a building which seems to be facing the warehouse directly across the street from it. And it seems to be worn down. And he pulls you into the side alley as he motions for you to climb up and make your way into a window.
0: Okay. Uh, Do you want me to roll a climb check or... Please do. 14. You struggle,
1: but eventually after managing to find a couple of footholds, you clamorously make your way having to push away a board out of the way of this window and you manage to kind of like slump and like race yourself up and then kind of like fall in to the condemned building.
0: Okay. Ow. Oh. N'Chia? Oh. Just light step in here, buddy.
1: Oh. And he looks and he sees that he can currently, luckily now that you are up there because you're emitting a 10 foot radius of light around you for at this point now it is actually gotten dark upon the city. But he lights up into the room. Draken. Yeah.
0: I just realized something. What? I'm really bad at hiding. I don't blend in anywhere. <sharp inhale> okay.
1: First part of hiding. Be quiet.
0: I'm
3: sorry. Okay. Lower your voice. That's good. That's fine. Okay. I'm sorry right. re- I'm really sorry. Now,
1: we're just gonna lay low. The best way to hide is to look like you belong where you are.
0: You have to admit this is kind of fun.
1: Hiding from the authorities who have the ability to arrest us and abscond with all of our items and belongings is not fun because That's then why we you are players
0: to a different floor.
1: While they have you in handcuffs, how are
2: you going to navigate the menu?
0: Well, if they ever get too close, just go and get out of here, Draken. You gotta live on the edge a little. Bit.
2: Oh no, no! I, oh, I had, I
1: had partners like you before. Oh, this is not, not okay.
0: Draken. I'm kidding. I actually did not mean to make this as bad, okay?
1: This is hilariously bad.
0: Haha, <laughs> see, you thought it was funny. No,
1: no. Actually, I mean, hilar- it's just hilarious as in the fact that I can't believe that people w- are attempting to t- kill me via aneurysms of sheer stupidity.
0: She pauses and she actually looks kind of hurt.
1: <sighs> it's okay. No, 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 no. It's fine. What this does is only somewhat bad. Yes, it will put Matteo on high alert because he's going to see a sniffing around the area, which is intrinsically going to make him suspicious and more on guard. But what it also does do is more than likely there are only two options. He's either going to try and run or bunker down and defend his current surroundings. Due to his deep emotional attachment to the place, my money is on that he digs in, which means he's definitely and definitively, if he is currently here, going to stay in the warehouse. Are
0: you thinking that he's the killer?
1: I don't know. I just know that he has relation to Vasquez and well, he's our only ongoing lead.
0: Well, the lady, uh, the old lady out there Edith gave me this necklace to show him. Good
1: for you. You have something made of scrap metal with holes in it.
0: Okay, but she said that she's a good friend of his and that she was around him like when he was little. I, he he was adopted. He was originally from the slums. So we know that he had a very strong connection with Vasquez if For example, Vasquez definitely did die. Mateo was raised by Vasquez. He was taught probably everything that Vasquez knew. And therefore, he knows how to make these mannequins. He probably had the mannequins go around and kill, like, these people. Because he was upset because Vasquez died left in a ditch. All right? That's all I'm saying. That's me. But maybe, maybe he's being held hostage. But she does say, I'm really sorry.
2: And you hear as there's a knocking on the door. Is anyone in there? Have you seen a suspicious lady? There's one with black hair. One with blonde hair, and then another gentleman.
0: She offers him a potion of disguise self. Come over here.
1: You are currently on the second floor of this building. It seems as if they're knocking on the first floor primary entranceway, and he motions for you to get into a nearby closet that there is. Okay, okay. Just just hide in here. All
0: right. She, She whispers again, I'm sorry.
1: Just stay put.
0: Okay, so she'll actually try to stay put for once. In the closet.
1: So both you and Nichia barely manage to squeeze both of your large rumps into this closet and.
0: Did you just call my l- rump large?
1: And then Draken stares at this closet and then you
0: hear a
2: smack. This isn't gonna work.
0: What? She messages him, what's wrong?
1: Oh, nothing except the radius of 10 foot of light being emitted through the cracks <laughs> of the closet. Don't worry. I, I got it. I got it. And momentarily, it seems as if your light is being bounded and is forced into the closet, as an equal amount of darkness seems to be pushing it inwards.
0: She just messages, did you just cast darkness on me?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Would you rather be caught by the authorities? No. That's what I thought. Now, stink
0: put. She sends a uh, tongue-sticking-out face emoji.
2: All right. If no one's going to answer, we're coming in. We've got to search the block. And eventually
1: you hear, Three,
2: two, one. And the the door gets kicked in and
1: shatters off of its hinges. And you hear a number of individuals, heavy footsteps creaking on floorboards below as they make their way in and search. Eventually you hear someone coming up the stairs as the ancient floorboards creak beneath his feet. Sir, I, I don't think anything's up here. The, the entire upsa- upstairs seems to be almost destroyed. The, the floor's caved in. You can barely hardly get up the stairs.
0: Snow's just thinking to herself, Dear God,
2: please. Go up and check anyways. We don't know how sly they could be. One of them jumped off an 80-foot wall.
0: She reaches into her pack and pulls out another potion in preparation if it gets too close.
2: Roll the perception check real
1: quick.
0: Okay. 26.
1: Peering between the shutters of the closet door that you are currently hiding behind, you see Draken and you hear as if he whispers something as he approaches the uh, gentleman who is currently coming up. You hear the police officer as he's like shimmying across these dilapidated stairs and he exclaims as making note of giant holes in the floor that he's currently walking on, even though when you walked there you don't remember seeing any. And eventually, you do see that the officer, skirting around these supposed holes that he clearly sees, but it seems as if the floor itself is perfectly
2: intact. So I don't, I don't know about this one. Uh, there, there are really large gaps here. I, I can barely squeeze. What are you talking about? There's nothing wrong with the structure. Go on and search the place. And just as
1: the officer is about to reach to your closet, you hear Draken's voice, and it seems to whisper in the abjurer's ear go downstairs
3: and say you didn't find anything."
1: And just as his hand is about to reach the door, it retracts, and he walks back downstairs, with the creaking of the floorboards behind him. "'I'm sorry, sir. I went up there. I checked thoroughly through the whole place. Didn't find anything."
2: "'What? Well, fine. We've got like eight more of these houses to do before we meet up with the squadron. Make it snappy."
1: And the two of them leave. As you hear them exit, out what was the threshold where the door was. And they exit out into the streets and go knocking door to door. All right, Snow, you can come out.
0: Actually, she's not leaving the closet right now. Her face is like red, blushing, and she's aware of this. Like she can feel like how heated her face is. Not not like that, but like the, it was like the attractiveness of somebody doing something that was protective. And she finds that very attractive. Snow, <clears throat>
1: do you faint? Are you Okay.
0: She, like, takes a moment, takes a deep breath.
1: He opens the door in the middle of your deep breath.
0: And she's, like, bright red, and she just looks at him. <clears throat> yep. no, oh, hi. <laughs>
1: yep. Are you okay?
0: Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we're going to have to board up here for the night.
0: You? Me? Board up? In this house? With apparently giant holes in it, according to that man? What did you do to him?
1: Oh, I just cast Minor Illusion on the floor.
0: Oh, that that does make sense. There are probably minor NPCs out here.
1: Most of them. Thankfully, the sergeant didn't come up to the next floor.
0: And thankfully, Stefan didn't come here. Although, Stefan might think, think this I think we'd is...
1: have better luck with Stefan. Stefan honestly. would
0: probably think this is funny.
1: Stefan would enjoy himself a little too much.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I really probably should have thought this through better.
1: Next time, when someone asks, give them your papers.
0: To be fair, Draken. You made fair. me
1: expend three spell slots today.
0: To be fair, Draken, I have been behaving myself.
1: This is behaving?
0: Oh, no, wait. I
1: would hate to see you when you're misbehaving.
0: I, know I'm not saying this might have been me misbehaving today. I have had to behave myself for many, many weeks because I've been around people constantly having to put on the airs of being mature. Do you know how difficult that is at times? I'm sorry.
1: He just blinks blankly.
0: Sometimes I have to let loose, okay? And that's my way of having fun. <sighs>
1: Listen, we have a very good vantage point of the warehouse, getting back on track with what we're attempting to do.
0: Yeah, 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 back on track.
1: From here, we can stake out the building and make sure that no one leaves. Here's the only issue. If Matteo was in the warehouse, more than likely he would have dug in. He wouldn't have abandoned it. So if he was there, he would be staying there. However, the problem occurs is if he wasn't already in the building, he might not return for a little while until things die down because he wouldn't want to jeopardize that which he cares about. So we need to watch the facility. I say we probably wait until tomorrow evening. We'll watch it all this evening, and then tomorrow evening we make our move. If no one enters or leaves, either way is good. If no one leaves, that means that, well, he's still in there. If no one enters and he isn't in there, then we can sneak in while he's still gone, and then maybe catch him off guard when he returns.
0: Okay. I know that she said he usually goes out at night, though. So?
1: That's why we keep an eye on him. We're gonna have to sleep during the day. Okay. Okay. We can take alternating shifts.
0: Alright, sounds good. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: I'm wide awake, so if you're tired for some reason, feel free to sleep.
0: I'm not really tired right now. I guess if I'm taking the second shift, I'll try and get some rest.
1: All right, sounds fine by me.
0: Snow will pull out her bedroll uh, from her inventory, Mm -hmm. lay it down on the floor, and put it a medium distance away, keeping an eye on him. She doesn't fully trust the dark guild, dude leader, but she does settle down and keeps Nachia over on her left side, where I'm assuming the window would be to- like the left side would be where the window is. So there
1: are a number of windows.
0: She's keeping Nachia on the side where Draken would be.
1: Positioning yourself a medium distance away from Draken and keeping Nachia between the two of you, you notice that outside of your and Nachia's light and the warmth that's coming from him, you hear a small clanging and clattering on the ground and the entire area seems to become vaguely warmer.
0: She looks up slightly.
1: As you look up, it seems as if there is a glowing rock currently on the floor, and Draken snaps his fingers, and it almost looks as if it takes the form of a campfire. And Draken is kind of peering out the window using a pair of binoculars, you notice, to keep an eye on the warehouse.
0: She thinks for a moment, and then says, Are are you sure that campfire's not going to attract the attention of the observers?
1: Don't worry. No one else can see it. It's actually just a heating rock.
0: Well, that's what I thought, but...
1: The only thing that's going to attract the attention of the abjurers, arguably, is the light that you guys admit.
0: Fine, I'll just hide underneath this blanket. And she just covers herself entirely with the bedroll. And she looks like a caterpillar in a cocoon.
1: So time passes, and you have managed to find yourself in the most comfortable position you can. You have a bedroll laid out, and your pillow's bunched under your head. And you are, as you described, like a caterpillar hiding underneath your blanket. But you manage to get a decent amount of sleep, though eventually... It is interrupted, and it is
2: still quite dark outside.
0: Huh? What? What? What is it? It's
2: almost about to be daylight. Um, nah.
0: <sighs> it, uh, wait, how much time has passed? Hmm? <sighs> I'm sorry. Wait, Dragon, did you stay up all night?
1: Uh, n- n- no.
0: Are you lying it, to it's me? F- it's fine. Dragon?
1: Yeah. Dragon? Eggs? What? You can't stay up watching a steakout without a nutritious, balanced meal. Dragon... All of my subordinates, I make sure, are well nourished.
0: I'm not your subordinate.
1: You are now. And he hands you a plate, and it has pancakes, bacon, and eggs. And on the pancake, uh, it has a bunch of syrup, and there's a smiley face drawn on it.
0: She puts the plate down to the side because she refuses to be a subordinate of Draken and eats her bread roll.
1: You're going to eat that before your food gets cold, young lady. I have to sleep. I don't have the patience for this.
0: Why did you stay up all night?
1: You were asleep.
0: That was stupid.
1: You were asleep.
0: I am literally having an aneurysm, to put it in your words, from how stupid that was.
1: I didn't need to sleep because I had the miraculous power of (laughs) J-Fuel. And he just motions to a cup that he has. This makes it so you only have to sleep for two hours. And uh, it gives me a caffeine boost and the ability to wear off fatigue.
0: Draken, I can see you have giant... uh, You have bags under your eyes.
1: You were asleep. I could not disturb you.
0: Ew, you're one of those. You like watching people when they sleep?
1: No, I was watching the warehouse and confirmed that Mateo entered the building.
0: So, he entered it?
1: Yes. He used a back entrance.
0: He was gone all day?
1: From what I could tell, since we had been observing it, he was not there, but he did return.
0: Okay. You get some sleep. I'll see you in about 14 hours. What? Yeah. If you get to stay up all night, I get to stay up all day. I guess that's how this is going to work, Dragon.
2: No, no, I need you. You, you should
1: probably okay. Um, no, <laughs> because we're remember as soon as it gets dark, we're going to be investigating the warehouse more directly. Especially now that I've confirmed that Mateo's in the building.
0: Okay, fine.
1: Don't take any action and wake me if he leaves. I don't care how short of a period of time I've been, I've been sleeping. Okay. All
0: right. Good night, sweet prince. Have, have a long, restful sleep. She just sits there. Oh, I guess I should move. Okay, we'll swap.
1: Here, have the binoculars.
0: Thank you. And he he walks off. He went to sleep in a different room, didn't he? Perception check. (laughs) This entire time I slept on the floor. How rude, GM. I didn't even realize it until just now. Uh, That is a 25 on my perception.
1: It sounds as if he didn't walk that far. In fact, he walked pretty much directly behind where he was standing which was just past you a little bit. The only thing you know to be in that direction is the closet.
0: He He's sleeping in a closet. He needs the darkness because of my light. <laughs> I feel so bad. I'm sorry. Okay.
3: Don't she'll... worry about it.
2: Just be quiet.
0: Okay. Thank you. Natchia. I hope you don't have to go to the bathroom. Okay, you've never had to go to the bathroom. That's true. Virtual game. Thank you.
1: A perception check?
0: No, wait, no, what? 24?
1: You smell a foul odor somewhere in the room.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> faint, though. It is faint. It's been there for a while. Tricking, did you poop on the floor? What?
1: No. Your dog got up in the middle of the night and went to the bathroom in the bathroom.
0: Wow. Good boy, Natchia.
1: I made him use the toilet, but there isn't running water, so it kind of just sat there.
0: That's, uh, impressive.
1: I have a lot of ranks and handle animal.
0: She starts to munch on the bacon as she watches through the window.
1: As time passes, it appears as if nothing particularly changes about the warehouse itself. There seem to be no comings nor goings. There are a number of people who walk around the building, passing by it on the street, as there seems to be peaks in in times where there's peak traffic, and then eventually it lolls back down. It seems as if most of the townspeople hurried off to work, and then almost the entire town was vacant for the rest of the day.
0: Okay. She continues to watch.
1: Eventually... You have passed many, many hours. What would you have been doing? Would you roll a will save for me? See if you get bored or antsy. Because you would have been staring out this window for almost 12 hours.
0: Oh, yeah, no. She would have been bored by this point, guaranteed. But I can roll the will save for you still.
1: What would your character have done then if she got bored?
0: The will save was 23. So she was able to focus for a good while
1: long while. She successfully did it for like an hour or two. You were it very took focused.
0: so much willpower to not do something else, though.
1: Absolutely. What would you have done after about the second or third hour, though?
0: After about the second or third hour, she would have found a piece of wood or something and started whittling with it. And then I guarantee you that didn't last very long. Right. She would have just put that down, maybe started humming something quietly if she could.
1: Okay. Roll a perception check for me.
0: Okay. Twenty-one.
1: Though so you have divided your attention somewhat, you manage to keep fixated almost entirely on the building, and you notice that there hasn't been any change during the day. But you do manage to see a number of townsfolk, like I said, come and go. They leave during the morning and they return during the evening, and almost the entire time, you did notice that Edith was making laps around the street, relatively routinely, as if it seemed as if she would come back round this way every half an hour or so, as if she's making laps, and every hour. On the hour, you'd hear the tolling of a bell. Sounds nearby. Couldn't be more than a mile off. Honestly, it couldn't be more than two, three blocks down the way.
0: Hmm. Snow has gotten, I feel like at this point, if it's been this many hours and she keeps seeing the same cycle over and over, she is not made for stakeouts.
1: (sighs) No, she's not. She's also not made for the regular routines of average living, like walking downstairs or making their way through checkpoints.
0: Well, the disguise self potion would have worn off by now.
1: Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: Okay. Um, the only other outfit she has is like the really exorbitant gown. Um, since there are closets in here, can I quickly scavenge to see if there are alternate clothes for disguise?
1: So there are three doors currently in the upstairs room. There yes. is the one that the closet that Draken is in. Uh, there is a closet on the opposite side, on the other side of the stairwell. And then there is a, another door leading to another room on this floor.
0: Okay. She goes to the door leading to the other room. Do
1: you open it up?
0: It's a bathroom. It is a bathroom.
1: And it smells terrible
0: in here. She immediately closes the door quietly, but immediately just closes it. Nope. Okay. She goes, over to, she goes over to the closet where Draken is not.
1: In that closet, it seems like it only contains... Very few things left remaining as if, because it is abandoned, it must have been stolen from numerous times. But it seems as if it only contains some rags, washcloths, and maybe like a towel that is left remaining. All of them have holes in it as if they've been eaten out by moths.
0: She pauses and then she goes back. At oh, What time of day is it now?
1: It is about 3 or 4 p.m. right now. Uh, The sun is just getting ready to set. And you notice as some people have been making their way back from the mines.
0: So Snow uh, goes over to the closet where Draken is. She has decided to resist the urge to go explore the clock tower that is nearby. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: I I rolled a personal will save against that. Very nice. Because I was like, "Mm," she feels her sense of responsibility right now. So she's not going to. And she also caused a lot of problems yesterday. So she's going to try to behave.
1: Very respectable of you.
0: So uh, she goes over to the closet and she's at this point thinking, "Eh, it's about time for him to wake up. So she opens the closet door. What do I see?
1: So in this closet, uh, as you recall, as you hid in it momentarily, it was not a closet that had shelves. In fact, it was a closet that had an empty rack for hanging things on. And it would appear as if Draken is hanging upside down, feet attached by the rack, and he is currently upside down.
0: You really needed to knock yourself out, didn't you? Okay.
1: Oh, I'm thinking I'm not asleep.
0: Oh, well, hi, princess. How's it going?
1: <sighs> the increased blood flow to the head helps you think better.
0: Yeah, it also knocks you out in about three minutes if you're not careful. I am
1: being careful. <gasps> okay. All right. And he just kind of hops down. He, like, slinks his feet out from under the rack and kind of does, like, a half flip and lands on his feet. <sighs> okay. <laughs>
0: Because doesn't say anything. She thinks it's kind of cool.
1: Oh, well, undoubtedly, you've been hearing the clock tower as well. Yeah. All right.
0: I was good. I didn't think about anything that I shouldn't have been thinking about.
1: No, you definitely thought about leaving me, but you just didn't act on it. And by that, I am so proud of you.
0: If I did leave, what would you have done?
1: Chastise you vehemently and not have ever told you where Blaine was because you deserted the post and left me out while I was potentially sleeping to be mugged and die.
0: I would never do that to you. Good.
1: Now that we're all on the same page, this place seems as if it is the most likely location.
0: Of the murders?
1: If you take out the third victim, it lines up almost directly with both of the drop-off locations and also where both of the other murders take place. There's a clock tower nearby, which would be indicative of the riddles that were given to us by the victims. And Mateo Vasquez is the most suspicious suspect that we have. Yeah. Everything lines up thus far, but again, outside of the testimonies of the victims, which can't be relied on in a court of law, we don't have any hard evidence, which means we're going to have to find some.
0: So we need to go in.
1: That, to me, seems like the best course of action. Where's S? S has been kind of going around. He's been surveying the area more so. Like I said... I'm so proud of you that you didn't leave, but I didn't trust you to not leave. So he's been kind of watching around to also make sure that all the abjurers left.
0: Thanks. Thanks for, um, the lack of trust. I get it. I'm slightly disappointed, but okay.
1: So, as can meet up with us at a moment's notice, he is in the area. It wouldn't take him more than a few minutes to actually meet up with us if we gave him a designated location.
0: Well, nothing really too much has changed... The old lady that I was talking about makes her rounds about every 30 minutes on the
1: streets. The only time she doesn't seem to do that is during the night. Yeah. So.
0: Kind of like clockwork, but you know, that's probably because the programming. Could
1: very well be. Could also just be that she's gotten used to a routine.
0: Yeah. Well, you gotta think how much of it is programmed as a game and how much of it is allowed to be realistic. Besides that, like I said, good morning, sunshine. It's been morning. Good afternoon. Good good evening, sunshine.
1: More accurate. The sun should be setting within an hour or two, which means once it does, we need to get ready to be in action. As soon as Edith stops circling like a vulture, that's when we'll be able to make our move.
0: I guess technically she's just trying to watch over the place for him, making sure he's not getting attacked by anybody. She was very careful about telling me anything
1: would make sense, and that's also why I need to make sure that there are no witnesses, because while we technically are on official abjurer business, we're actually more hired private entities by Don Terra, and with that, and not having a warrant means we are technically breaking and entering if we do go in the premises.
0: Darn, we probably should have roped Stefan into this. Arguably, it's not too late too
1: but at the same time i don't know if there's enough substantial evidence to warrant a warrant
0: (laughs) you think stefan cares about evidence actually wait hold on he seems to really care about stuff like that
1: he really cares about his job and more so he really cares about what his job stands for
0: if you ever needed something like that what you do is you summon a bunch of snakes and put them inside of a building and
2: wait the snakes were you
0: not me we were trying to get away from Stefan, and we didn't know that he was kind of a good guy. To be fair, Elias was freaking out about him, but what? What do you mean,
1: what? You had the entire city on panic and literal lockdown temporarily. People were concerned that the, the gifted Anguist was invading the sewers.
0: Okay, now, listen, we didn't know anything about that. At all. We had really not heard anything about those creatures.
1: I know. So what? You just go and summon a swarm of snakes in the middle of town before you know what's going on there?
0: We were being... we were being verbally accosted and it made us very uncomfortable. He
1: gave you documentation and identification cards so you could move freely throughout the city.
0: That was before he gave us any of that. That was when he first saw us in the middle of the city. And came up and was just like, oh, I know who you are. Uh, she stops before she says anything else, realizing she was about to say her name out loud. Mm, mm, mm. What are these about? Nothing. Can I uh, sense motive or perception? Sure. Which one? Sense motive. That is an 18 total.
1: You aren't really able to infer anything other than that Draken was listening in to your recollection of the tale.
0: Well, either way, Draken, it's... It doesn't matter now. That was then, and this is now. Okay, that's fine. Okay, that's listen, no. fine. From no. now on, just assume if there's any kind of trouble, it's probably because of me.
1: Yeah, I've been operating under that assumption for a little while now. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. How do you think I pieced together so fast that all of the abjurors were after you?
0: Oh, gosh. Huh. What are you going to do if I end up dying and it's not me causing the ruckus? Uh,
1: I don't know. I have to assume that it's someone equally as troublesome.
0: I am not troublesome. I am quite useful, thank you.
1: And that is why I keep calling for your assistance. Now, if you wouldn't mind and assist me, we are going to be investigating the building. I'll contact S and we'll have him meet us here at around 8 p.m. By then, Edith should hopefully be sleeping.
0: Well, nine tolls the bell. Hopefully he doesn't have another victim tonight.
1: Well, as long as we're active, by eight we can catch it before 9 p.m.
0: Let's hope if it is him. We don't really have to worry about bloodshed. I'd rather not get involved in a risky fight tonight.
1: We'll see how things go, but whatever the case, stay on your guard.
0: <laughs> I don't have to run in saving your butt.
1: You don't have to worry about me. I can take care of myself.
0: All right. She smiles coyly.
1: He kind of smirks back at you. Nichia. And Nichia just kind of like has a low toned growl and then looks at you and then looks at him and then looks at you and then looks at him.
0: Good boy, Nichia. That is the behavior of the king. So, let's get this party started then. She cracks her knuckles.
1: Uh, actually, it's a waiting game. We have to wait, like, four more hours until the time I told Esther to rendezvous with us.
0: Snow waits until eight o'clock, and then she does the whole thing again. So, let's get this party started. Deja vu. I've been in this place Plays before. Or Yeah, that's because I did it earlier.
1: You did. It's almost like you're trying to have, like, a catchphrase or something.
0: no. Just, just, she starts just saying, like, random, like, wild accusations. Just, you find me cute, so that's why you're jealous. You're jealous of me. You're jealous. Jealous. Okay, that's not the word. Um, you're, okay, I'm sorry. Message?
1: Yes, you got a message.
0: I read it. Hi. Snow turns around, looks around, and looks for S.
1: After making a whirl or two around, eventually you do see that S is stood there, waving.
0: Hi, S. I read the message. How are you today? Uh, let's see. I was kidnapped, held hostage by Draken, made to eat breakfast by Draken. How dare he? And then I've been pretty good beyond that. You know, except for like one of my teammates died apparently, and that's kind of sad. Beyond that, I guess I'm alive.
2: I am
1: glad to hear.
0: She smiles.
1: Don't worry. Draken likes to make sure that everyone eats a well-balanced meal.
0: I like bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Can I perception? Did, did sure. something happen? Yeah, you have perception. Thirty-four.
1: As you're saying this, uh, you see as if it appears that Draken is typing something, and at first you infer that maybe he's sending a message to S. But then you can surprisingly, vaguely out of the corner of your eye, catch his player HUD, and you can see that he's writing down, "She likes bacon."
0: But I love bread more, and she's watching this closely. Roll perception. Thirty-two.
1: You see as he follows up with a little chart, it says bread
0: greater than bacon. And above all those things, very attractive men. (laughs) Hold on. I do say that. She says it very... She tries to hide that it's a joke. Bluff. Okay. Twenty-four on my bluff.
1: Okay. Roll perception. (laughs)
0: Twenty-five.
1: It appears as if Draken kind of just glances slyly at you, and then just like turns a little to the left, but then continues to type something.
0: Dang it, no!
1: But you cannot see what he typed.
0: Wait, what you doing there, Draken?
1: No, uh, uh, messaging S.
0: I need the sense motive that. Sure. I mean, I know he's lying because he wasn't. You can
1: roll sense motive. But sure. And you see as he is continuing to type, and it seems as if he's typing more furiously now.
0: It's an eleven. I, um... Message. Okay, reading.
1: I can cooperate. He messaged me.
0: Just now? He wasn't messaging a second ago. I saw you typing a message about me liking bacon and, and bread. These are true facts. These are good things to make note of. Uh, I also like dogs. I don't like cats that much. They're okay. And, um, blue is my favorite color.
1: Yeah, I have no need for any of that information. Anyways, we're going to be going and investigating the warehouse...
0: Oh, and here I thought we were becoming friends. I guess uh, she goes into her message thing and just types in something random like, guess we're not friends, Uh, next to Draken.
1: I need colleagues and associates, ones that I know can be efficient and effective.
0: Okay, and?
1: Thus far, you are somehow on that list.
0: You know, Draken, you better appreciate me before I end up dead one day.
1: Don't worry, that shouldn't happen. At least not as long as he's watching. And he points to a windowsill nearby.
0: He's already gone, isn't he? Hmm? uh, S. She's saying to Draken. Perception check. Sure. You said she pointed to a windowsill, but okay. Correct. 29.
1: You turn your head and you see S and Draken standing there. But then you look over on the windowsill and you see that there's a little paper crane.
0: Snow pulls out Charles the Duck. Did you really bring him back here? Seriously? You and I have a bond now. And this is how you treat me? Carl? You and I are separated.
1: The rubber duck just squeaks at you.
0: She eats the rubber duck. That's what I'm talking about.
1: Listen, we're just trying to get this mission done. You can have your dispute with your fowls later, okay?
0: Actually, I do have a lot of birds at home.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad I can make you feel nice and cozy, just like you're at home.
0: She blushes slightly to that. <clears throat> that's not what I meant. But okay, let's get this party started. I promise I won't make a ruckus this time, but let's get this party started.
1: Please tell me that you have points allocated into stealth.
0: Are <laughs> you kidding me? Of course I have as stealth. As much
1: as you can stealth when admitting light.
0: She just looks really sad.
1: I'm sorry about... Can you really not turn that off?
0: No, it's it's basically the gift from my goddess. She won't let me turn it off. She it's so blinks. she always knows that I love her. I guess I don't know, man. I've never been able to turn. The, I guess if I Have took you it ever off,
1: tried. I mean, to
0: if, turn if I it take off? it off and she takes off the necklace,
1: and the light surrounding you goes out.
0: But then I lose all of my abilities, and I just become. What do I become?
1: You just are a, from what you can see, a regular dervishing dancer slash swashbuckler.
0: And then I just become a, a yeah, a, a normie.
1: Oh, wow. You mean so, like, literally everyone else in this game?
0: Yeah. And? Your point is what? Hey, I- I- we had to go through so much to get this.
1: I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm just saying that when you're trying to stealth or be discreet, maybe just having the basic regular core ability set is better suited for the situation. Then, you know, emanating bright light around you. Kind of a sore thumb even when you disguise self. Ah, yes, I saw that glowing person over there.
0: This is true.
1: You didn't think about that when you drank the disguise potion, did you?
0: She blushes so, she gets so red because no, no she did not and I didn't Because you didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) But she just pauses. If you don't want me to go, just let me know. I'm perfectly fine
1: with you coming. I'm just letting you know that it's hard to hide when you have a five foot tall wolf that glows next to another woman who also glows.
0: She looks really sad as she holds her necklace in her hand.
1: Just keep the light show to a minimum and I think we might be able to pull this off.
0: Well, currently she's had the two neck... She's had... I converted the other necklace into a bracelet, right? I don't know. The magic I one? I think I wrapped it around my wrist instead.
1: Wait,
2: did you? Yeah. Okay.
0: The the other one. Because I couldn't technically stack them. Yeah. I mean, I thought that would be fine if I wrapped it as a bracelet. Sure. She has that one on. What happens when that... That if that's the only one she has on.
1: Uh, can you remind me what that looked like?
0: It was a... um, It's the bluish purple one that has like a little orb. It's the one that kind of like when you hold it up to other magical items, it, it glows like a purplish color, if I remember correctly.
1: Okay. Which hand are you holding it with? Would it be the same hand that the n- bracelet is on?
0: No, she's holding the bracelet. The bracelet is wrapped around her left wrist, and she's holding the necklace in her right hand.
1: Okay. Is your character specifically looking at the bracelet on her wrist?
0: Um, she's curious. She actually hasn't really... T- she's never taken off this necklace, so she's actually kind of curious, so she does just like take a glance at it.
1: So it would appear, uh, as you bring the bracelet up for closer inspection, as if the purple aura seems to swirl around the closer it gets to the other necklace, and in fact, the uh, the chain around the... Necklace-slash-bracelet, which you have turned into this man at this point, seems to be a deeper black kind of metal material.
0: Huh. Never noticed that before. Uh, well, that's probably my own fault. And she very hesitantly puts Ishtar's necklace in her inventory. Okay. She looks really sad, though. Like, depressingly sad. Like a puppy that got kicked.
1: You'll be fine. You've got us two to back you up if anything goes wrong.
0: Yeah, well terrified of heights fyi and i don't climb. and you
1: jump off of 80 foot walls
0: it's kind of like living to the fullest
1: well how about we just walk down the stairs then instead of jumping out second floor buildings like i've heard tales of people doing
0: stairs are for the weak
1: you're not jumping off the second floor fine Do you make a gesture as if you are, like, do you look at the window or anything?
0: Yeah, she kind of looks at the window longingly.
1: Draken grabs your hand and starts escorting you down the staircase.
0: She's still looking at the window, reaching out like, I'll be back for you. Okay. It doesn't register that he grabbed her hand.
1: And you are just now making your way down the stairs and out of this condemned and abandoned building. And you begin investigating the outside of the warehouse.
0: I feel so naked.
1: Alright, please roll a perception check for me.
0: 25.
1: Observing the workshop from the outside, it appears to have been worn down but sturdy rectangular building with a slightly sloped gable roof made of a coarse grey stone. It seemingly resembles concrete blocks. Towards the front of the building that is facing the main street, there on the side is a small portico with white columns which provide a cover over a large set of wooden doors. And over on the front there are four windows scattered at varying heights. They appear to have all been boarded up. Peering down the left and right hand sides, it appears as if there are boarded up windows as well on either side, but on the left there seems to be a well-trodden dirt path It seems to be relatively wide, and you can even see as if there's a bit of wear and tear on this path, as if it's a byproduct of vehicle treads.
0: Okay, so where do you want to take a look around?
1: Well, We can always go in the front entrance, but looking at these tracks, I mean, they seem to be old, so Vasquez probably had a car. I don't know if Mateo even knows how to drive, but none of these look particularly fresh. I do see some footprints though, and they seem to be leading to the back. Okay. This front entrance looks boarded, which means he probably doesn't use it.
0: Okay, so let's just take a look around the side and see what we can find.
1: Making your way around the back, You can now see the magnitude of this building, as it appears to be over a hundred foot long as you're walking along the side. Going down this path, you see as if almost the entire building area is fenced in, and there are a number of other boarded windows lining the place, but they seem to be very few. Higher up on the building, the building itself is at least 30 or 40 feet tall, and eventually you make your way down to a muddy fenced lot, which has significantly more of these tire tracks, but there appears to be no vehicle. there is, however, ample space for one.
0: I wonder if it was impounded or if he is driving it. I mean...
1: No, he hasn't left. When I saw him, I saw him walk back here. It's possible that he doesn't have access to the vehicle for some reason.
0: Maybe it's broken down. Could
1: be. Or it could just not be here. He stashed it away somewhere. would make sense if he used the vehicle to transport his victims.
0: Or it's a getaway vehicle. But why wouldn't it be here? Never mind. I'm sorry. Dumb idea.
1: The tracks that I looked at Didn't appear to be that fresh, but they could have probably been a week old, which coincides roughly with the last time they found a body. Okay. Properly rounding the corner, you can clearly see that there is indeed a secondary back entrance to the workshop, in the form of a singular metal door. But outside of the alternate entrance, the side of this building looks practically identical to the previous ones, and by that I mean it is made out of the same concrete-esque material, and there are about four boarded up windows.
0: Snow uh, sneaks over, and she tries the doorknob.
1: There doesn't appear to be a doorknob. Oh, okay. So there is a flat metal door, which is really weird, and then next to it, there seems to be a metal hatch. It seems to have a little bit of a lip to it.
0: Ah, it's a keypad, or a key lock, whatever this is. I need an ID to get in.
1: Let me take a look at it.
0: Sure, go ahead. I'm, I'm not stopping you.
1: He motions for you to stand aside.
0: She doesn't. She's... Not really okay, in front you, of you.
1: you okay. You're elbow space woman. People need room to work. Okay. Uh, he steps up to the metal hatch aside from the door and he pulls at the lip and lifts it up as it appears there was a small metal covering for what you can now clearly see to indeed be a keypad. I've at it. Shit. Give me a minute to think. Uh-huh.
0: One, two. Counting
1: does not help this matter.
0: Oh, I was just counting the number of times you've irritated me today.
1: And I'm counting the number of times that you've
2: distracted me from getting my work done.
1: After about 40 seconds, you see that Draken puts in one singular individual code. Seems to be six digits long. And then there is a little light that blips up. And it blips green. And the door seems to release slightly.
0: (laughs) So much for stealthing. What do you mean? That's loud enough that anybody could hear that.
1: The door barely came ajar, woman.
0: I'm glad it's not a jar. It's a door. But,
2: don't um, walk through the door. S, yes, you go in first.
0: She laughs slightly.
2: S
1: jumps over the railing and walks up the stairs and pushes the door open further as you all make your way inside the warehouse of Dr. Vasquez. And that is where we're going to end it for this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd.
0: Wow. That was a lot of fun, guys. Thanks, foundlings, for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. I definitely thought that was fun. I can't wait to see what happens next. And also, can't wait to have the rest of the party back after they um, finish their quest as well. Who knows when that'll be, though? Yeah, we'll have to see when that will be. (laughs) Some of the music and ambiance in today's episode was provided by our very favorite, Michael Gelfi, as well as a friend, Will Savino with Music D20. If you guys have been enjoying the episodes and you enjoy the ambiance and the music, please make sure you go to their Patreons or their band camps. Those links are in the description below under our music attribution list. And also feel free to let them know that we sent you their way. All right. So again, foundlings, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you've been enjoying the series, because I'm adding and because I hope you enjoy us. If you've been enjoying this series, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend, family member, dog, etc. And also consider leaving us a rating and a review because that helps us to get discovered by other listeners such as yourselves. Because you know they deserve to listen to this great, great story written by a great, great GM. What? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. But also, other ways you can support us is by going to our website, missingroleplayerfound.com. That's missing R O L L playerfound.com, and going to our merchandise store and getting some merchandise. We've got hats, shirts, stickers, and more there. You can also support us in other ways by going to our Patreon. The link is in the description below, or you can go to Bit l y forward slash support m r p f and support us monthly and you get access to things like early releases of episodes gm notes and so on and so forth and on top of that you can support us by even following us on our social media helping us grow that so that people may also discover us that way you can go to our twitter and instagram which is at Roll found or you can find us on facebook missing role player found we're also on youtube so hey uh we do these things There, we usually post these episodes up on YouTube as well uh, for ease of access for some people. So if you prefer that as a platform, go ahead and check it out. And we also stream on Twitch. We're Missing Roleplayer found on Twitch as well. And if you want to, you know, come hang out and chat with us, please consider joining us on our Discord where that link is in the description below. Or you can also, if you want to get in contact with us and have any questions or stuff, just want to, you know, find out more about stuff. You can email us at info at All right. That's it from me. So we will see you next, next week, foundlings. Woo! Yes, because oh. SAO Odd is currently bi-weekly right now.
1: For now. We'll, we'll see how things go.
0: Yeah. All right. Bye, foundlings. Bye, guys.